to the 2 by 2 podcast. I am Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from Burlington Baptist Church. And we are brought to you by the wonderful folks over at CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Uh, again, that's the gym that uh, Tina and I go to. And, and uh, like last week, they just they saw Harold and said, we got to sponsor that guy. Yeah. we got to get our name on that guy. because he's Yeah, luckily that was before it got cool, cool and I had to put my long sleeves on. <laughs> One of us is a year older today than we were the last podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank a you. A day late. And, uh, Thank you. And uh, I hope it was a wonderful yeah, birthday. It was a great day. Yep. Yeah, a little, a little brisket. A little brisket. Had a little, little pecan pie. Little, little, yeah, it's a good day. Thank you. I don't know if the person blessed that made you that pecan pie uh, understands also that my favorite pie is pecan pie. Oh. Or pumpkin, depending. If it's cool, I like pumpkin. It was warm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, she can cook. She no at was Christmas good. time she brings treats by the office, and I cannot wait. Thank you, Laura. That was, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, Laura is awesome. Yes, so, she is. Before we get started, you want to you want to pray us in? Yeah, Let's Lord, do. thank you that we can just uh, come again for a few minutes and talk about your word. And, uh, thank you that you have provided a way for us to be saved, and that way is through Jesus. He's the only way. And, uh, Lord, we want people to know that. We want them to know that, about the gospel, that you came to take the, the sin of sinners and to pay the penalty, do sin, which is death. And you did that on the cross, and uh, you conquered the cross. You died, and you was raised to life. You offer your salvation to those who will turn from their sins and believe upon Jesus. And uh, we're so blessed to, to know the gospel and to have responded to the gospel, to be in your family. And uh, just help us to honor you as we uh, answer a few questions and uh, look to your word. And uh, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I'm, uh, I'm going to give you one of, the, one of the topics that we talked about before we got started. is uh, um, Why are the majority of the people on this wide road? You talked about the narrow road and you talked about you know, the wide road. And there's not as many people on that narrow road because it's difficult and, and, and this kind of thing. So talk to us. Talk to us a little bit about... Um, just, I mean, just that. Yeah. So, so this series we talked about cultural Christianity, and uh, I, I, the book that I've, I've referenced a couple of times is the Unsaved Christian by Dean and Sarah, reaching cultural Christianity with the gospel, and uh, it's a great book. I recommend it to you. Uh, cultural Christians sometimes they are more concerned about outward appearance, and uh, you know they come to church on Sunday but live like the world the rest of the week. They don't want to make too much commitment, but uh, in particular they think that people go to heaven. And they think they're good, and so a lot of people really don't think they need anything else. They just, you know, reason that uh, God's going to let let them in if the good's better than the bad, or more than the bad. And so, uh, some people don't recognize the the gravity of sin that sin separates. God's holy, and so there's not going to be sin in heaven, and uh, and so His standard is perfection. Yeah. And uh, we think it's just, you know, we have our own ideal sometimes of of uh, what good is and uh, and so we try to reason that uh, fewer on the road that leads to to life, eternal life. And, uh, you know, we don't sometimes like that. Uh, I got a good, I got a follow up to that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so some of the reasons for that, it, is that what you asked me? I'm yes. Thinking. Yeah. I'm just, I guess maybe we're just uh, to, to recap. Well, first of all, I'll tell you, it's, it's difficult. I think sometimes for for believers in a church to sit and think that a that a um, that a message like that is directed directly at them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, 
So, um, you know, that's coming from a, and I mean, I'm a sinner just like anybody else. Yeah. Know, so like, and, and you, you strive to be like Jesus, right. but you know you're not perfect. So, so we were in Matthew yeah. seven, entering through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, the road is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who go through it. And so, just the the gravity of that as as pastors realizing that if Jesus said many are on that broad road, that in a room with, you know, 150 people, there's probably some people on that road and people listening. Which and that leads me kind of to my next my next comment for you to kind of talk to us about is. Uh, you don't like hearing, we don't, as, as a believer, and I, I'm going to tell you this, I'm speaking from, from, my, from my experience, that uh, there are people sitting in pews next to you, or in the pew you're in, yeah. in the seat that you're in, that, that, that might not be going to heaven. Yeah. Right, that's, and that's difficult. Sure. So, so we have these warnings in Scripture about, uh, you know, by the fruit, you're going to know. Right. And even here in, in Matthew 7, you know, a, a healthy tree bears good fruit. A bad tree bears bad fruit. And so sometimes, I mean, I think maybe as parents, grandparents, friends, we 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 know someone, maybe a child or grandchild, and they, they made some decision at some point, and yet there's been no growth, there's been no spiritual fruit. But we look back to, well, you know, when they was in Bible school, they, they said a prayer and they got baptized. I'm not saying that they're lost, right. but Jesus says, the good tree bears good fruit. The bad tree bears bad fruit. And then we have uh, the Spirit. We have we have all these things that, that the Scriptures would say, look for these things. And if you, it doesn't say look to see if they're a member of the church. Right. If they're, not, if they're on the roll. And uh, and so we, we, we believe that sometimes until it gets close to home. And then we say, well, they made it. Uh, work out your, your salvation with fear and trembling. And... Uh, and I'm not, we're not talking about works salvation. We, we're saved by faith alone in Jesus Christ alone. We turn from our sins. We believe in Jesus, and then we're His workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. And so I, I'm afraid that there's a lot of people that are on our church roads that, you know, they what we call easy believism or uh, you know cheap grace. Even he, he, they said a prayer, but their life wasn't changed. And uh, and so just because their name's on the road, we we have some confidence. And yet we have all these things to look for, fruit really, and uh, and so I just think we got to be faithful to the word, and uh, not look to a you know is a name on the road or not. But are they bearing fruit, worthy of repentance? Uh, and again, that, that some of that's a little subjective, right. absolutely. And we, there are times when we're bearing more fruit and not bearing fruit, and we're going through different things in life, and and so we just got to keep looking to the word to see am, am I on the have I come through Christ in their way? I'm not trusting in myself. Well, this is kind of a time, I, I think. You, you know, this is kind of a time in our, in our in our church's history where you might not be seeing any fruit because you're not meeting together. You're not having sure. fellowship together. Well, as much as you are. We are some, you know what I mean? But yeah. you're trying to do it within the guidelines of what's been set out. We're not having full church services. We've removed pews, so we've got X amount of people coming. Where normally it's about one third of what we normally have on a Sunday, and it's it's one of those things. Like, are we are we reaching people? We don't know. I can't sure. go visit like yeah. I used to. You yeah. know, I can't do those kind of things. Um, you know, do I do I keep up with the members of my team that, that aren't able to, to sing with us now because we're not switching up teams? No, I don't do the best job of that sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's sure. it's a difficult time, but but it's one of those things where. You know, I heard it said 
one time, and we had talked about this not on not on this podcast, but on but uh, offline, where when someone came up to this pastor and asked him, "What do I got to do to go to heaven?" And this pastor was in one of those moods. It's like, "We well, got to be perfect." Well, he sees the kid kind of step back and go, "What?" And he goes, "Well, listen, Jesus makes you perfect when you accept Him. Then you spend the rest of your days trying to be like Him." Yeah, right. And I think that you know when you get into the conversation of faith and works and this that and that kind. Of, that's the best, easiest example. Yeah. Jesus makes you look perfect. Now spend the rest of your Christian walk sure. trying to look just like him. That's good. Right. Yeah. That's good. You know. That's good. So, so just a couple things from yesterday. I mean, I, I mentioned to you some Mr. Johnson called and left me a message, <laughs> and I, I don't know who he is, but I don't he, either. He was just telling me about your dad, and yeah. he basically said, you know, he, he doesn't have to tell you he's a Christian because you can tell being around him. I mean, that, that, that our fruit ought to be right. People ought to know without us even telling them. Yeah, I don't know my dad watches this, but there's probably some people that would that would refute that. But well, but I would probably all have. Yeah, somebody well, that, I mean, me too. But, but yeah, but that you know that's what you. I, I, you know, somebody asked me when you leave when you leave this this world. I, I want my family to know where I'm going, and, and I want people that I've come in contact with to go. You know, that dude was a Christian guy. If I needed a dollar for lunch, you to give it to me. You know, that's kind of yeah. what you want, right? Because that's what my representation of. What Jesus was, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not him. Yeah. But I want people to go. That dude was a Christian. He served in church. He he give you a dollar if you need sure. it. That kind of thing. And it's good. You know, it's good to hear that kind of thing. But you know, you've spent, and we've talked about this before. You've spent the better part of your tenure here, or all of it, talking about let, let let's do some works for for the church and for Jesus, and this is what you should do. But it also goes back to. When you used to describe people, you know, this this town used to not be this big. Right. So when you run into somebody, hey, do you know this guy? Yeah, he's a good church-going guy. Yeah. Well, is he a church-going guy? Yeah. Or is he a, you know, <laughs> yeah. is, he a, is he a Christian? Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting in this book, this uh, Dean, he, he got a chapter in here about uh, everybody in Cincinnati is a Christian. Mm-hmm. And it's based on going to a Reds game and they, they sing God Bless America right. and they're, you know, right. they're just all into it. And uh, uh, I always thought when I read that chapter, I'm like, that that's funny because uh, some people think if you, you know, you sing God Bless America that, that you're a Christian. And so, uh, then we talked about some reasons why a few are on the narrow road. And yes. we said, you know, we're not sharing our faith. So often we, we get saved and we, we, we kind of selfish or we think that's somebody else's job or I'm in. And so my ticket's punched. <laughs> that's a bad attitude. Yeah, it is. It's, I'm not laughing, but I mean, that's a terrible. Yeah. Kind of, well, I'm in, so I'm saved. Yeah. So I was telling you about, I, a buddy texted me, happy birthday yesterday, but but he was reading a book, the, uh, what I said was the un the underestimated gospel. Yeah. I but, like that you prefaced this because if you just sit me on the spot with this question, I would have probably been yeah. silent, radio silence for 30, 40 seconds. And so Brad said, I know it's late, but what do you think is the greatest hindrance to the gospel of Jesus Christ? And he said, just one quick, and I, I put, you know, we're not sharing it. Cultural Christians think they're good good, and God lets good people into heaven. And, uh, and then I put number three, I, I'm not sure... Some people in the church believe that people who haven't heard the gospel are going to hell. That's and a big one. That was a big one that stood out in your message for me. Yeah. You know, when you when you asked me that, my 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 answer was a little bit different, kind of the same. Of and it goes to the confidence mm-hmm. that we have in the gospel. Yeah, now, I can tell you that I'm one hundred percent. So he said, and I'll let you. Yeah. He, he said, "What about this?" Uh, and not my idea, but the greatest hindrance to the gospel is the Christian's lack of confidence in the gospel itself. And, and I, I say, yes, he, he said it better than my, than my explanation. 
But I think my explanation sometimes, too, is that as a human being, even as a believer, I want the person that I'm talking to to accept what I'm saying. So I want to give a human explanation for something that is not human, that is, that is divine. And I want to give a, a reason that God was able to start this flood by this earthquake and this, that. And he doesn't need right. me to explain it. He's God. Right. He can do however he feels like doing it. Yeah. You know, but 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 I want the person. You try to kind of, and it's watered down. You talk about watered down gospel, yeah. not necessarily watered down, but you want it to be acceptable to them. When the fact of the matter is, it is supernatural. It is beyond my expect expectation. And the fact of the matter True. is, that's why it worked for the penance for my sins and future sins and your sins and everything else, which I think is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you know we we know some people and we think, well, you know, maybe we think they need more than the gospel. Maybe we think, well. You know they're they're pretty bad. <laughs> he's able to save to the uttermost. I mean, the thief on the cross. I mean, he was getting what he deserved, and I mean, if, I mean, he he deserved to die on the cross, and so he was hell bound, and he cried out in faith, and Jesus said, "Today you'll be with me in paradise." And so it's faith alone that saves us, but that faith that saves us is never alone. It's always accompanied by by our our, our actions, our good deeds. Faith without works is dead. And so we, we want people to know that, that you're only saved by faith. I mean, he's the gate. Jesus says, I'm the door or I'm the gate. The only way you can enter is through me. But but we're his workmanship. And out of the gratitude that God would save a, a sinner, uh, I, I want to serve him and I want to share this good news. And uh, I, don't, I don't want, you know, we started this whole series with Matthew 7, 22, 23. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, and I do all these things. And he's going to say, I'm. And so, so your your activities isn't what saves you. It's it's knowing Christ personally and coming through faith. Uh, but then then our service, our fruit, is evidence of that. And so we, we want people to to understand that, and we have to look to the scriptures and not like you said, it's not our human reasoning because our human reasoning says we got to do right. We got to do our part. Yeah, let me put a yeah, sure. And, and you know, you don't want and and I'm just not doing the gospel justice when I put a human. When I put a human explanation on something that just defies an explanation, sure. And and one of the things that you know that you talked about in your sermon, like I said, and we'll we'll kind of circle back to that is for the longest time, and still now, I'm one of those people who have such a hard time believing that if if people don't hear the gospel, that they're going to hell. Now, I know what the Bible says, and I know that God reveals Himself in creation and all this other stuff. And I'm just being I'm just being honest sure. because I think for me especially as someone who studies quite a bit of, of the Bible, it's, it's, it's difficult because the God that I see in that Bible doesn't seem to be a God of, of, of being unfair. Yeah. Well, I, now, so, so I don't believe he's unfair, and I know that it's my responsibility to tell those people. So, so you know, I have to pray about that a lot. I have to, yeah, get, you know. Sure. You know, but, but you were right when you said if, if, if everybody's just going to know, or the people who have never heard, are going to go to heaven because we didn't do our job. We should pull all the missionaries back, yeah, yeah. save all that money. So, you know. so justice. God is God is completely just. Yes. And so we're not ever going to be able to say that's not fair. No <laughs> justice. Right. If we all got justice, we all go into hell. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we enjoy God's grace because we've heard the gospel and we've responded. Uh, but I said, you know, you, we don't go to hell because we reject Jesus. We we go to hell because we're sinners. Mm-hmm. The wages of sin is death. Nothing's been done about our sin, and so we we pay a, a just penalty for our sin, 
which is hell. Right. But Jesus has come and provided a, a propitiation, a sacrifice for our sins. And we've got to get that message out. We've got people to know there, there's a remedy for your sin. Now, but but God's going to be completely just in, you know, punishing sin. Yeah. And uh, if, if it wasn't, if sin was no big deal, then Jesus wouldn't have had to come and die. And uh, it, it was necessary to pay for our sins. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those one of those things too. And, and and again, I'm just going back to some of the conversations I've had in this area. Sure. You know, I've I've, I've talked to people, and uh, they said, well, you know, I think I'm a good person. Well, I do too. But I'm pretty sure there's probably a lot of good people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, Isaiah, because. It's not you can't get there on your own. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> you can't get there on your own. Well, our righteousness is as filthy rags. Right. Is is you know we 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 our standard is sometimes one another. Right. And uh, if you you know you can, I, I could find some scoundrels to compare myself to and, and think I'm pretty good. But with the standard is Jesus, there, none's good. Right. No, not right. one. I mean Romans three. Right. No one seeks God. No no one does good. No, we, yeah, so we have to have the right standard. Yeah. And uh, Matthew five forty eight, be therefore perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. And just, I mean, I mean, sometimes we we neglect teaching enough about the holiness of God right. that He is completely separated from sin. Um, he can't look upon sin. I mean, that he turns His back on His Son when Jesus bears our sin. I mean, darkness covers the earth, and uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I mean, that was the the moment that Jesus, who knew no sin became sin for us that we might be made right with God it was because he was bearing our sin and the father yeah. couldn't look upon couldn't that look and uh, and so uh, God is is just uh, but he's merciful and gracious he has sent Jesus and uh, you know uh, the onus is on us to right. take the gospel to to our neighbors and and to the ends of the earth and we've got the resources to do that uh, it, certainly those around us yeah. we ought to be a little more committed to getting the gospel to him. Greg Tanner, who is uh, he and Krishna, or who Tina taught Sunday school with, one of the first few months that we were uh, in class together, he kind of gave uh, an illustration of of God and, and being away from sin and Jesus and everything. So he took a cell phone, but I, I used a piece of paper. He said, "So this is us, and this is God." And he said, "There is nothing, absolutely nothing, that we can do to get here." Right. We just can't do it. And God, because we have sin, we're born into sin, he can't look upon us. But Jesus came and covered us, mm -hmm. so all he sees when he looks at us now is Jesus, and he's able to cover. I was like, man, that was a good. You yeah. know, so Greg, if you're watching, I'm still using yeah, that. But, uh, good. but I mean, it was just such a good explanation of he, you know, he covers you so that when, when God looks down at us, he just sees Jesus. He sees That's that good. penance and that coverage for our sin, which I thought was really really interesting and, and I mean just a really simple way to go you just can't do it all you know. yeah you can't get good. there by yourself yeah. so yeah. so we've uh, so give some uh, I guess give some advice to those who are sitting let's say I heard your message on Sunday and I'm sitting there going man maybe I'm maybe, yeah. maybe this is me yeah so some things that you should look for is uh, you, you know who you're trusting in for your salvation the question we'd often ask is Suppose you were to die and you stood before God and he said, why well, should I let you into heaven? What would you say? And if your first thing is, well, I, I'm a good this or I do this. If, if, if your answer is I, unless, unless your I is, I put all my trust in Jesus. <laughs> uh, it, so, so it's faith alone right. in Jesus Christ alone. Right. It's a present 
faith. It's not, it, I mean, you, we can look back to a, a decision for Christ, but he who is believing, right now, I am trusting in Jesus. I, I've, I'm not trusting in myself. I, I'd split hell wide open if I was talking oh, yeah. to myself. So yeah. a present trust, and then this evidence of the regenerating work of the Spirit in our lives. That, that means that God's producing some fruit in our lives, and we're growing in patience and kindness and love and gentleness and self-control. And, and we all, you know, we, we mess that up a lot. We confess that because we're still sinners. we got this yeah. sin nature. But, but we ought to see some evidence of spiritual growth, and we ought to be making some progress. Uh, we ought to be looking a little bit more like Jesus today than we did last year. And, uh, and so, so hopefully we, we, we're trusting in Jesus alone, and we're, make, we're, we're growing in godliness. And, uh, and again, we're, we're a long ways from, yeah. from Jesus, but we, we, we hope to see some evidence. of, And we're, we're convicted of our sin. Uh, the Spirit is maybe teaching us some things and, and convicting us. And, uh, you know, the kindness of God leads us to repentance. And so we blow it a lot, and God's gracious to us. We confess it. We, we get back in there and, and trust Him. And, and so... Uh, I would say those would be the things. You're trusting yeah. in Jesus, and are you making some progress with the help of the Spirit in your spiritual life? And, and I mean, and I can, I can kind of speak to. You. Sometimes your progress is slow. Yeah. And and, uh, and I just will tell you, and just in my just in my life, I can make great strides in one area, but one just is like, oh. yeah. Can, you know, can I get a little help with this? I need yeah. help. This right here is what I need. And, and sometimes we have to get do a little. Yeah, go to the furnace. Sure, in, in those sure. Areas. You know, and, my, and I've, I mean, you know, I've talked about this from 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 the platform before. I mean, you know, I get I, I, I get angry sometimes. I get angry with with I think the way things are going, and I get angry, you know, not necessarily angry, but kind of fired up quick. Sure, you're not supposed to do that. That's very specific. But yeah. I'm going to be quick. So if I say something like a mask, would that not just no, no, no. I'm <laughs> I'm getting better about that. Well, I get sidetracked, but but it's one of those things, you know, where you just get yeah. you get angry about. It, you know, I want, I want the truth to be the truth, and I want you know, to, and I get angry. You get angry with your kids. You get angry with stuff at work. You get angry with, yeah. you know, stuff with Tina's building, and, and you know this kind of thing. And and I think to myself, why, why do I get that angry? What is you know, I shouldn't be. But that's something that I struggle with. But sure. I, you know, I can make strides in in giving, and I can make strides in in, in witnessing and having conversations. Church is calling me. So <laughs> you're about to get one too, but uh, so you know I make strides on all the thing, but the, but then this you know sometimes my temper or, or the or my yeah my quick to anger kind of thing is like man can't how, why can't I yeah you know so and, and, I, and, and think, it's slow sometimes some is quick some is slow and you'll find that out you know we need we certainly all need God's help sure. in those areas and uh, and God uses those to teach us and when we're weak then then we look to Him for strength and you know God I. I struggle with anger, or God, I struggle with forgiveness, or God, I struggle with whatever it is. We we had to lean upon Him, and uh, you know, Paul said, "Wretched man that I am." I mean, there's times when we feel that way. That dang on, I should have made some progress in this area, and here I blew it. And I said this to that guy, or I lost it. Well, if you get, I mean, the, the good news is about the Bible is that you can get a lot of confidence and, and a lot of uh, the kind of stuff that's uplifting. Because I mean, Paul, as good as he was. Uh, wrote most of the books in the New Testament, he says, you know, I'm the least, and when he's talking about, you know, Jesus appeared to the least of these, me, yeah. you know, he's, and then he goes through and says, you know, I got a thorn in my flesh, <laughs> there's your call, but I got a, I got a thorn in my flesh, and I'm asking you three times, pray yeah. three times, 
Well, that makes me feel a little better yeah. because I've got some thorns. Yeah. You know, and if Paul Paul had some as as much as he did for yeah for 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 the church at the time and things like that, and how much yeah he and tried that, to model after Jesus. And that passage said, "In order to keep me from becoming conceited," and yep. so Paul's struggle was sure. pride, I guess. I mean, he you know he'd been with Jesus, right. and that would probably make us a little prideful. I would say so. And then Paul said, when 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 God said, my grace is sufficient, then Paul said, when I'm weak and I'm strong. Because when we're weak, we, we rely upon him. And so, uh, and then the, the one thing I would say about this series is, I, you know, if, if I, I want, uh, you know, I want church members to be saved. I want to, you know, uh, I don't want genuine believers to be troubled about their salvation. I mean, if, if you're, if you come in faith to Jesus, you're in his hands and nothing can pluck you out and you're sealed with the Holy Spirit and he's not going to lose any. And So we have lots of in scriptures about the assurance that we can right. have. Uh, and so that that's kind of the hesitancy, hesitancy sometimes. Is, it's, we don't want people who are saved to doubt that, but but we want to, you know, we want to examine where we're at and, right. and be sure of that. And, uh, and so there's a balance there. And, um so if you know if you you have some questions or some struggles, I mean, reach out to us and put some comments here or call us. We'd love to yeah. look at the scriptures with you and and just help you with with that. And I would also like to add to that if if someone's out there and is wanting to have one of these conversations with somebody else and you need help, call call us. Yeah, we're not going to have all of the answers. I'm certainly not. You might you might have more than me. You do sure certainly will. Well, we'll but, get them. Yeah, we'll but we'll find them. them. Sure. You, you know, we can, we can get you in the right direction. And, and uh, you know, I tell this story a while, or a while, you know, for, have told this story for a while, but it's one of those things where when we were, uh, when I was first took over uh, the music on Sunday, we have a small group for the for the praise team. And, and we started to pray. It took a couple of weeks of us talking about it, but we have st- we started to pray, Lord, give me the opportunity to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, give me the opportunity to recognize yeah. when you've put it in front because I think that has a lot to do with it too. You know, I used to be one of those people that would go, you know, an hour later after I spoke to somebody, oh yeah. my gosh, man, I want to yeah. talk to that guy about Jesus or, you know, or, or at least brought up church or something like that. Yeah. And I think that, you know, once you, you get keyed into that, yeah. it becomes so much easier. Yeah. I mean, if we could wake up with that, okay, Lord, give me an opportunity today, open a door, give me boldness because yeah. I'm, I'm a and cow- if, coward and if you're dense like me, give me the opp- give me the ability to recognize when you're giving it to yeah. me because yeah, that's the truth, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so sometimes we sow seeds, and uh, sometimes we water someone else's seeds, and yep. sometimes we get to enjoy the harvest. Uh, but we we want to make sure that just the the pure gospel goes out, and we we want to be like Paul. I'm not ashamed of the gospel; it's the power of God to save. Yeah. And uh, and so wherever you may be. We want you to know the power of the gospel is to save you and to bring you into the family. And uh, that's awesome. It is. That's good. That's a good series, man. It, yeah. Uh, and you know what? And I can, and I, and I, you know, I probably shouldn't do, do this on a, a podcast for everybody with, but I, I know that some of those were probably, there were sections of those sermons that are probably pretty difficult. Yeah. Yeah. To, to preach. And just a, a little bit of a weight to, to, to communicate that, uh, you know, we want you to be a follower of Jesus, right. not not a not a pretender, not an admirer, but, not a pew sitter. Yeah, but yep. to follow Jesus, and here's what it means, and it costs something, and uh, but it's all worth it, and uh, he, he's worth it, and so uh, you let us know if we can help you in that in yep. any regards. Yep.
our information is all over our website. I think our cell phones are on there. And yeah. You can always get a hold of somebody at the church office. You can probably talk to Judy. Yep. She's fun to talk to. So. And uh, this Saturday night, we're going to show Overcomer yep. and uh, Gospels in that. It's, a, it's an encouraging movie. We, it'll start at 7 o'clock and uh, we'll move at 6.30. It might be a little cool, so bring your jacket. Yeah, we've got a lot of things going on. We've got uh, Candy on the Corner coming up, which is always a big hit. Yep. Had the craft fair this past Saturday, which was a huge hit. It was Lots awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, best been on cloud nine since. So. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Going to ordain Danny next. Yeah. Next uh, October. That's next month. It yeah. starts tomorrow. Or no, starts, two days. Yeah, yeah, two days. So in October, we'll tell you the date. I'm excited about it. I'm trying not to make up. I'm not trying. I'm trying not to get too excited about it yet because I know it's going to be. It's going to be really good. Yeah. You know, I've been. You know, I've been looking forward to it for a long time. So I'm. Trying to what do they call it? Stay in the moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get too too excited too. Up. I am. I'm excited, I'm excited about for it. You. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so Sunday we're starting the book of Job and just talk about when life gets tough and and it is tough for some people. We, I'm gonna I want to go ahead and put a public service announcement out to our podcast audience. Some of those podcasts might get long because it's it, that went from the book that I was most frightened of in the Bible to probably one of my favorite books. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so. So I'm apologizing to you guys ahead of time if I go on and on and on with questions and, and comments and things like that. But um, yeah, and you know, you, you talked about you know trying to take something that's divine and put it. In, I mean, just this whole interchange with with God and Satan and consider my servant Job. I mean, some of that's that's deep, and I, you know, I don't know how to explain all of that, but. But it's it's true because it's in the yeah. Word, and uh, we'll talk about some of that. that was the, and, the, and I think I said this. That was the book. It, it's a it's a weird dynamic, but but God kind of gave that to me at a time of my life where the the change from oh my goodness, I'm scared of this book, and I don't want to get in here because yeah. I don't I can't. It was one of those things I can't explain yeah. what is happening yeah. well enough to figure out. To it has become one of my favorite books because. Of the, I mean, it's it's a it's a perfect it's a long book, yeah. But it's a perfect kind of example of just the grace of God throughout, yeah. And, and the confidence He has, sure. You know, in and us. and being able to, you know, it's easy. You're not going through a hard time, <laughs> right? To right. to find some truths. You know, there's some people going to be listening that are going. They're right in the midst of a difficult time, sure. and just to try to, you know, ask God to. Uh, to help you to rightly divide the word, but to be gracious and, uh, you, you know, giving somebody a big dose of the sovereignty of God when they're going through something hard, that's a hard pill to, right. to swallow sometimes. So we'll pray for God. To and we've got a lot of, you know, and, and without mentioning any, any names specifically, but we've got a lot of that going yeah. on our church. Yeah, people. A lot of, I mean, there's always, you know, every Sunday morning you step out there, you're always thinking about out in the crowd. You're like, somebody could be going through something really heavy. Yeah, you know, so you know, and you have to be sensitive to that, and sure. it's also, you know, your kind of thing. But you know, that's life. And yeah, so join us Sunday morning, uh, eight thirty or ten forty-five. We'd love for you to come. Our eight thirty service has got a lot of room. Ten forty-five is getting a little more, but we yeah. we, we get you in. We will. We'd love for you to join us for that series. Huh? I think it'll be eight or nine sermons. I love it. I am. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> Again, I, I don't want to. I don't want an hour and a half long podcast because people will tune out. Yeah, but uh, but I'm gonna pray us out. All right, brother. you ready? Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to just talk about uh, just your son Jesus and, and what he means to us, Lord. And our responsibility is is not just churchgoers, but as Christians 
Lord, and, and um, always remembering the, the, the words that you spoke to us before you left earth and, and that we're to baptize and, and teach. And, and Lord, we just want to take that and just apply it to today. Lord, thank you for the opportunities that we have to, uh, to talk to people about the gospel message, Lord, and help us not to water it down and just uh, help us to present it in the, the full glory of what it is, is that, uh, that your son Jesus paid the ultimate price for us. And it's in his, in his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Yeah.